What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Food Fitness Family. It's your boy, Big Daddy Blankenship, Mr. Beautiful Marcus himself. And this morning we have a special guest. Holly, how are you? I am great. How are you guys? I'm good. Have you? It's kind of early. It's like six. Not for Holly. You're crushing it this morning. Dude, Holly's, I guarantee Holly's been up since like 3 a.m. and had a pot of coffee. I've been up for 45 minutes and I've only had half of this and then I refilled it before I sat down to get on this. So for those of you who don't know, if Holly has to be work at 6 a.m., she wakes up at one to get up. I wake up at like 4.15 because I need my time in the morning. I get up, I read, I drink my coffee. I also you read in the morning. God, that's I do. I mean, in fact, I didn't shit. have quite enough time to read. I only got like seven pages read this morning by the time I got Izzy taken care of and got sat down. But I do my 10 pages of like self-development say, reading yeah. every morning when I, I get up. You read 10, 10, 10 pages. I, I forget about that. That's nice. There's no way I could that's wake nice. up half asleep and start reading. But that is just my... That's like the only piece that I get in the day. Like my yeah. phone's not going off. I'm not getting text messages. Like Instagram's yeah. not going off. Like nobody needs me. And on the rare occasion that like a client does text me, like if it's an early morning client or something like yeah. that, like when my phone goes off, I sit and I look at my phone. I'm like, who the hell is fucking texting me right now? It's early in the morning. Yeah, like, you know, you know, what you should do. And I don't know if your phone can do this because it's a shit galaxy. Just throw it but away. On my sweet iPhone. Yeah. I, I have an auto set to where it goes into do not disturb at like eight 30 and then no. doesn't come back on until like seven. You know, what's funny about that hey. is that I actually Get told you the hell out. <laughs> so, you know, you're not allowed to play in here. <laughs> what? Ma- Max I believe up early? I'm the one that actually <laughs> told you about that because I told you how my phone went into bedtime mode at eight 30. Uh, well, apparently Bedtime mode is not do not disturb because you still get good text in the morning. Well, it no, it goes off when uh, like when my alarm goes off in the morning. But what I've been doing is I get up in the morning. I allow myself about like 15 minutes for social media usually. Um, and then I'll put it back in like do not disturb um, or something until it's like while I'm getting up and getting ready, um, which oddly enough, I find that. Not only am I getting to work on time, but I'm getting to work earlier because I'm not spending so much time paying attention to my phone. Yeah. Mine just stays on it no matter what. So like, I want to say eight, honestly. I don't know. Anyways, enough about Holly's shitty phone. Uh, <laughs> God, we need to have an episode just on that. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like the world has that question. Are you what a Galaxy or are you an iPhone person? Well, just and if you're not an iPhone person, what the fuck's wrong with you? God, we're smart. Uh, I do miss when uh, when I'd get to like upgrade my phone every year or two and like get to see all the different phones out. Like when iPhones weren't an option for me, that was a lot of fun to be able to see different. Phones. Yeah, because that was just like, like yeah, whenever I can upgrade it to the next iPhone, I'll just yeah, I'll just do that when it makes. Everyone, I upgraded. I got a, a slide keyboard. So dope. Uh, <laughs> The razors alone were, were sweet because it was like a sleek little flip phone. That was hey, nice. now they're back, yeah, bro. Loved, you can get one. Um, I was excited. You know, when Holly, I you can go get a razor. Uh, yeah, no. My favorite, though, was I thought I was really cool when I had a BlackBerry and I had the full keyboard right on the front of the phone there. And I had these little chat features. And I could customize yeah. the backgrounds. Those always look complicated to me. Too many buttons. Yeah, Holly's first phone. Holly's first phone was like a geriatric phone, and each button was about an inch, a square inch big. 
<laughs> it really was. Like, it was a skinnier version of the Zach Morris phone from Say by the Bell. Um, I mean, that sucker was, like, this big, and it was this thick and, like, this wide. And it was prepaid, so it never even had minutes on it. It just lived in um, the center console of my car. You know who has phones now? Second graders. I know. Dude. annoying. Tatiana's mom is still trying to get Max a phone, and we're like, no. He doesn't go anywhere. He, we're with him. Right. He doesn't go anywhere. Well, I wouldn't be able to call me. We can call you. Yeah. Who's gonna call All he phone? has to do is say, I want to call Gma or I want to call whoever, and okay. yeah. magically it's done. I was like, <laughs> I mean, they're like, well, we have a line. We can get him one, and I'm like, I mean, you can get him one, but it's just going to sit in the drawer. He's not getting it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what good that's going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wacky. It's wacky, it's wacky. God, we're oh, well. going to talk about phones today, Holly. Well, let's get <laughs> let's get into our last seven days. Uh, Mark, I, I, you know what? I'm going to start this week because I always fuck start. Like, you start it. Yeah. You're stupid. I'm going to go first. Start. Uh, my last seven days was very eventful. Let's see, I signed up like three new clients, uh, finishing out the month on an all-time high, which is nice. Um, God, last Saturday, dude, we did everything. We picked up the new receptionist desk. I had to get it measured for a suit for Jordan's wedding. Uh, I picked up a new desk. We redid the home office, getting it ready for the baby. Um, and you know what? Just a lot of work, man. Like, Lee Summit's coming along, but it's just had a lot of stress lately, like you saw yesterday. It's not one thing. It's another. It's, it's not contractors hating each other because every every contractor thinks they're better than the other contractor, which is, is, is fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it's like, but my contract, you know what I mean? But sometimes they fight, but they get along. Um, and that's really about it, man. Just a lot of work, work a lot work. of, dude, a lot of paperwork. I said this yesterday when I opened a gym, I thought I was going to open a gym and have a lot of fun. And I do have a lot of fun, but holy shit, there's so much more work behind the scenes that people just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And because I did it and I'll be the first one to tell you like, wow, like, I opened up my dream job to do the thing I hate the most, which is office work. Like, <laughs> it's like really a kick in the nuts, but it's fun. But I mean, once you got the first location open, were you having to do a lot of that? I mean, you and Holly, were you guys having to do a lot of that back end shit or is it, uh, is it as, more so j- just now because the second location is coming? There's always stuff to do behind the scenes. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. I think it's more now that there's a second one. Yeah. Um, and I think once we get the hang of this one, then it'll because now it's like now that we're getting a second one, it's like you see like the processes that you're fucking up on. You see yeah, things that true. need to be fixed for the future. That's and true. so you're trying to fix all that stuff. Um, so hopefully once we get that situated, then yeah. everything else will be easier. Like I was trying to fix memberships the other day mm-hmm. and I erased the one year membership somehow. Just disappeared. It, like just disappeared. And Wait, so including people, from people that already paid for it or just yeah, for yeah. oh yeah. my god it was oh denied god. access people to the gym check in <laughs> and bro oh it was like a god. it was like a total crisis for like 15 minutes only 15 that's great <laughs> yeah like we were to call and they got it back right away but it was like oh god they're trying to find it and i couldn't find it and i was like I'm just going to call. Hopefully they can fix it. And the girl oh, answered the man, phone and horrifying. I was like, um, hi, my name's Holly. I'm calling from body shop gym and I have a crisis right now. And I really hope you can fix it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that is a crisis. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's called job security. There you go. True. Yeah. Uh-huh. Longest, <laughs> has, 
How, oh, and we find out. Well, we don't find out the gender today, but we I find do. out the gender of the baby today. Marcus finds out. We're going to give it to Marcus, and he's going to take care of everything. There you go. Well, part of my last seven days is today, and that includes finding out the gender. So that's super exciting. Uh, last seven days have been solid, too. Also, hopefully hitting another PR month, which is awesome. It's like we're doing this at the same time. Um, so that's a lot we've of fun. We've been hitting PR since we've teamed up, and I don't think it has anything to do with it. But like, I think we've both hit PR months every month since like August. Yeah, yeah. Like we yeah. we can't we can't stop doing the podcast just based off of that exact thing. You know what? You know what sucks? I think I was telling Holly this the other day. I'm like hitting all time highs in my coaching, but it doesn't feel like it because I'm spending so much money with Lee Summit. Like every spare yeah. dollar I have goes towards that. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I'm hitting these all time highs, and I'm like, uh, maybe we shouldn't go to breakfast this weekend. Like it's a <laughs> real mind fuck. I know what you mean. Taxes just punched me in the dick too uh, last uh, week. But- yeah, uh, or a couple weeks ago. But anyway, um, yeah, no, that, I think that was really about it, though. I, we didn't do. I don't think we did a whole lot over the weekend. Um, yeah, very uneventful, other than just signing up a handful of new clients. That's been nice. And then, uh, yeah, man, summer, summer's coming up. I only have forty days left of the school year, so that's exciting. But uh, anyway, Holly, how was your last week? Um, it was good. I had a couple of new client consults last week. I signed up one of them um, last night. She was referred to us by another member in the gym. I've got another new client consult tonight. Um, I spent all day yesterday getting the memberships ready for Lee Summit, which it took several hours. Um, but now that that's done, hopefully as new gyms come along, then it will easily just pick up the other locations. So Uh, Most of my days right now are spent doing a lot of busy work, like just writing out processes and like the way we do things so that as new people come on board, it's easier to be done. And I'm gearing up to start scheduling some interviews with Brandon um, for Lee Summit location. Um, Also, maybe looking at interviewing. uh, I've got a trainer application for OP. So we're going to start getting those interviews on the book so that here towards the end of the month, we can start rocking and rolling and getting people trained and ready to go when Lee Summit's up and running. Oh, yeah. So not a whole lot going on outside of work. So when's, when's, your, <laughs> when's, your, when's your Seattle trip coming up? Oh, um, I go to Seattle in a little over two weeks. I go on the 17th. Sweet. So I'm very excited about that. Um, she leaves like point, almost the day. She leaves like a day after the gender reveal or two days. Exactly. Something. Yeah, it's uh, the Monday after. Well, it's yeah. not missing it. Um, yeah. So at this point, I'm like, you know what? I don't care if the only thing I do is take a book and find a different coffee shop every day and just walk around the city. Like, yeah. I'm glad to just be getting out of town and just no having no obligations. Wake up with a no obligations wide open day. And turn off all the notifications for social media on my phone. Turn off the email notifications on my phone. You going with anybody? Or you going by yourself? Nope, I'm going by myself. That's awesome. So, I always want to take yeah. just like a. I mean, I love Nicole, but I've always just wanted like a little like a five day thing where I just no, go to a new city I've traveled by myself before, but it's always been to like go visit somebody. Like I went to yeah. Houston to visit a friend of mine in yeah. Houston and I've been to yeah. San Diego and Boston to visit my girlfriend and her family. But like I've never gone and like not known anybody there. It's, it's um, the, so I'm it's actually the kind of excited feeling. about going. I bet. Yeah. 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 I, yeah I, I, I went to Pittsburgh one time for an entrepreneur like convention thing that I went to. And I went by myself, stayed in my own Airbnb, and I felt like an adult for the only time. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It should be. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, Caleb can do it. it. He gets lonely. (laughs) So, well, well, uh, before we get into our, well, I mean, we're gonna get into our topic, but this, this, 
is kind of a cool one because you know holly has done a lot you know what i mean she's lot she has a huge weight loss transformation we'll get into um you know she has a lot of first she was my first employee really uh our the body shop's first manager uh you know things like that and so we'll kind of get your into first that. client oh you're my first client too yeah okay. i forgot about that um so, you know, for people who don't know, you kind of tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself, you know, kind of like a quick little bio of Holly. Um, so, I, I mean, I, there's not a lot of, in my bio. Um, you know, well, I just like, turned 30. When did you get year. into fitness? How do you do? You know, who's I, your all-time uh, favorite trainer? Uh, <laughs> who do you hate the I, most at Body Shop with the name that starts with an M? um so i just turned 37 this year and i have been working out for about 10 years um i was 26 27 i think um i've always been always been bigger um just my entire life when i was younger i did not like anything that involved sweating like i played my parents put me in basketball when i was you know like 9 10 i didn't like it too much running I played softball. It was okay, but the whole like running to bases and then sliding into home, not a fan of that. Um, so <laughs> in in high school, I became the football manager and I was like, I get to hang out with all the football players, bet. Um, but like, as far as athletics, like I earned a varsity letterman's jacket for being a football manager, but like, that's all that's on my jacket is varsity football stuff. Um, I've always been bigger. I've never really, it's never bothered me. Um, that's just who I was. Um, and I got married at 20. Um, I was divorced at 22 and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't talk about it much. Um, cause it was so long, it, quite literally a lifetime ago. It was so brief um, too. yeah, it was so brief. Um, but a lot happened within that two years. Um, and after we got divorced, I would say that toxic as well. Yeah. Um, it was, it was more mentally or verbally abusive. Mm -hmm. Um, not to say that I didn't make mistakes in it as well. Cause I did. Um, but it was very, um, verbally abusive. Um, and it was probably after my divorce where like my weight got a little more out of control. Um, you know, I was just used to eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of fast foods. It would be nothing on like Thursday or Friday night for me to order like a medium pizza from Domino's and eat three quarters of the pizza, half an order of cheesy bread. Um, you know, but I that's just how I lived life. Like I never knew anything different. Um, I loved the taste of food. So it wasn't that I was like filling a void or anything. It just tastes delicious and I didn't want to stop eating it. Um, so about 26, 27, I, um, was, I was sick for a couple of months and, um, I had gone to the doctor and the doctor was like, Hey, like, you know, your blood pressure is kind of high. And if we can't get this under control, you know, I'm going to have to put you on medication in my whole life. You know, the doctors have always talked to me about my weight and I would always get really upset. I'm like, stop telling me I'm sick because, you know, I'm heavy. Like, this is ridiculous. And I was working part-time at Lane Bryant and I thought that Lane Bryant's um, patterns had changed and that their clothing sizing had actually gotten smaller. No, I was just growing out of the size that I was in. And for people who um, don't know, like anything over like 130 over 
let's say 80 would be considered somewhat high, but for a doctor to tell you that you're going to need blood pressure medicine, you're probably looking at like 190 over like 105. I mean, it's like yeah. doctors will let it go pretty damn high before they'll intervene. So it's like, yeah, it was, so for her it to get, have to go on, it, it would have been pretty damn high. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it wasn't until that moment when he threatened me with medication that I was like, no. And I, I looked him straight in the face and I said, not if it's because I'm fat, I'll fix it. If I lose weight and it's still a problem, then we can talk. But if it's yeah. just because I'm fat, then yeah. fine. I can fix that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and Which I need a totally different that. thought process than 90% of people. Oh yeah. Most people are like, yeah, because Oh, I don't have to change anything other than just take this pill. Fuck yeah. Right. Ooh. And yeah. I refused to be put on medication at 27. I was yeah. not going to do it. Not if it was something I could fix. Yeah. And I came home and I went to Caleb and um I was like, Caleb, like, I don't know what to do. Like, can you help me? Because I don't know what to eat. I quite honestly didn't even know how to turn on a treadmill. I just didn't. Yeah. Um so Caleb was like, well, you know, I mean, I, I can try and help you. I don't really know like what I'm doing, but like I can try. So Caleb had me eating nothing but chicken, rice, broccoli, eggs, and avocado toast. That was Probably, my life. I knew nothing. And it was I knew awful. Nothing. And what, what year was this? And in, in, in relation to uh, Caleb, like your bodybuilding career kind of starting and you like. Oh, dude, I've been, more in like, I've been in it like a year. I think I'd done one show where I looked awful. So you'd had maybe one or two diet plans ever sent to you ever. It was, it was macros. And like when I was doing macros, I'd eat no one. And this is why I hate macros. No one (laughs) taught me how to eat. So like I was eating ranch and cheese and bullshit. Whatever the carbs. Yeah. Yeah. And one day I needed like seven carbs and I had a beer and I thought I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like eight weeks out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um, no one taught me any better. So this was like when I really didn't know anything. I only knew yeah. chicken, rice, and broccoli. Yeah. Not in like, uh, not to get too far here because I'm sure she's gonna talk about it. But we're very lucky, knowing what I know now, that Holly did not get very messed up because yeah. I remember at one point I had her doing an hour of interval on the stairs. I actually talked to Emily Rice about that yesterday because she was complaining or two days ago, she was complaining to me about her 25 minutes on the Stairmaster. And I said, I don't have any pity for you. Yeah, (laughs) I I still use it to this day. It's one of my favorite intensifiers. It's not true hit, but it would be like two minutes of like pretty fast on the stairs and three minutes of like a calm. And I did that to her for an hour. Like. Yeah. And there was no, like, I can't do it. I was like, 70 minutes actually. 70. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, yeah, like don't be a pussy, just do it. And like knowing what I know now, it's like I would have went about it completely different. You know? Yeah, yeah. But he got the job done. <laughs> anyway, though, so, so, so he gave you your, your, your shit diet plan. You're welcome. So it was literally chicken, rice, and broccoli, food. fucking like five. That times was it. Um, he gave me, you know, uh, told me what to eat with my food, um, as far as food goes. But he really didn't know anything about like training at that moment. Um, so. I decided that um, one morning I met Caleb at the gym. It was like 5 a.m. And the manager, yeah, the manager um, that was at the gym in Florida, um, he went to our church. He had kind of like him and Caleb had kind of become friends, um, you know, and I went to Jimmy and I was like, Jimmy, like, I need help. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to work any of these machines. I don't even know how to turn on a treadmill, but I have to do something. 
Um, so I immediately signed up for one year contract. And um, if I went every morning at 5 a.m., Jimmy would take 10 to 15 minutes and show me three or four machines in the gym and show me how to work them and what they did so that I had an idea of what of something that I could do. He didn't train me. He would just be like, well, so this is a preacher curl machine and this is how you set it up and you don't want your elbows digging into the pad. And this is a tricep dip and this is, you know, a leg curl. He would just show me how to set it up for me and tell me what muscles they worked and how to use them properly. Jimmy, um, to this day, Jimmy was like, he was like an older Marcus, man. He was like one of the nicest people you've ever yeah. met. He always had a smile on his face. He was like yep. 50 with like 21 inch arms. But he, like, yep. he was so genuine. And, yeah. and to this day, when I go back to Florida, I'll text him and, and we'll try to meet up like for lunch or something. Yeah, like, of course. He, that's super that cool. big of impact like on our lives. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Because, you know, he didn't have to take time out of his day to do that. But he no. knew that I wanted to change and that I needed to. Yeah. And the only way that was going to happen was if I learned. Yeah. Um. So he was like, listen, if you come in at 5 a.m., I will take some time every morning and I'll show you different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for the first couple of years, um, I did that and it was a struggle. Um, I would practically get sick when I was eating. Like I would gag eating my food all the time because I hated it. Yeah. Um, and then on the weekends I would eat so much food that I, I, I binge ate on the weekends because I would eat so much food on the weekends between Friday night and Sunday night that I would be on the verge of getting sick. Because yeah. I was eating the food that I missed because I, I, I just, I enjoy food even yeah. now. Like I enjoy yeah. my food and I hated the food that I was eating Monday through Friday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would get nachos from Buffalo Wild Wings and burgers and pizza and just all this stuff. So my progress was very, very slow. Um, and then Caleb and I eventually became roommates. Um, and, um, we started training together. So like every Saturday morning we would train legs and they were some of the best and worst sessions of my life. Yeah. This was when Caleb was doing mountain dog programs oh, yeah. and they were, <laughs> they were great, but yeah. oh my God, they were awful. And it didn't matter what, like we knew Saturday morning, 8am we were training legs. That's awesome. Um, and I was still really struggling with food. Um, it just, I, I hated eating. Um, a couple years later, you know, at this point in time, I've probably been down, lost about 60 pounds. Um, and the only thing that was keeping me consistent with going to the gym was the fact that I lived with Caleb mm -hmm. because with the way our work schedules were during the week, I would get up, go to the gym, shower at the gym for work and then go to work. Well, as I was leaving the gym, Caleb would just be getting there. So I would go over, say hi, and then go to work. If we missed each other at the gym, Caleb would ask Jimmy, hey, has Holly been in here this morning? Mm -hmm. Or if Caleb would get up and I'm still at home, he'd come downstairs and be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why didn't you go to the gym this morning? Yeah. So the only thing that was keeping me consistent at that point in time was yeah, Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, at the time, for people who don't know, me and Holly are related. Uh, she is my older sister. But we've always kind of had like more of a friendship than a sibling ship, if that's even a, a word. <laughs> uh, at the time, like I was working like 60 hours a week minimum. Like my job was insane. So I was like, if I can fucking go to the gym, there's no reason you can't yeah. go to the gym. Yeah. And so, uh, and she went early in the morning and, and I only could go at like 
I think I would get to the gym like seven, seven thirty every morning, like back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah, because at that point, had, time so. usually had to be to work about eight or nine. So eight or nine, yeah. So was 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 that the the predominant factor in you actually getting to the gym, or at this point, were you still at the forefront of your mind? Like, I don't want to be on meds. Like, I don't want to be back in where I was. So at that point, that I had probably lost like anywhere between forty and sixty pounds. Like, mm-hmm. I you know I was in the clear of not needing blood pressure medication anymore. Um, but I still wasn't like entirely happy with where I was, but I had absolutely no drive to go to the gym. I, I was really only going because Caleb would know whether or not I went. Yeah. Yeah. That accountability. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I would say like, back then. Yeah. yeah, he was I'm nice. Now. Um, even more so now than what he is, if you can believe it or not. Yeah. Um, I was ruthless you know, back then. Ruthless. Uh, yeah. when we would work out together, like, you know, he would, I, one day I made the mistake of telling him I can't because I don't even remember what it was, but I was like, Caleb, like, I can't, I'm done. And those were the two worst words I could have ever said. Yeah. Um, because he destroyed me, yeah. um, you know, and he would constantly like every set, like, don't be a bitch, stop being a pussy. And I'm like, all right, I'll just do it. So like now, like when he's training, like some of his competitors now that he doesn't normally train and they're like Holly. And I'm like, I, I, I can't help Did you. It daily. Like, I can promise you that he was not as bad with you as he used to be with me. So just yeah. get over it. Yeah. My new favorite is when they're like really struggling. I'll be like, don't waste my time. We're here to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so eventually Caleb, <laughs> Caleb moved to Kansas. Um, and at that point in time, I quit going to the gym. Um, well, let's back up. Caleb had his accident and Caleb wasn't going to the gym. And I was now the primary uh, breadwinner in our house. And we would also spend Mondays eating $40 worth of Taco Bell while he was recovering. Oh, Those are good fucking days. Besides <laughs> my cripple. um, Minus the so, it was good. <laughs> so we, um, you know, I was struggling, like staying consistent at the gym, staying consistent with my food, because at that point I was just trying to function. There were. Um, it was me and Caleb and his girlfriend at the time we were living together right after, um, his accident, she got in the hospital, she was in the hospital and out of work for like a month. Like I was one person providing, paying all the bills for a household of three people. Like it was a lot of stress. Well, also not to mention, uh, my dad and I both were almost killed in car wrecks, like literally 30 days, 30 days from each other. My dad uh hit a telephone pole put his face through his windshield broke his neck was in icu for a couple of days had to get yeah. some vertebrae uh fused yeah. together yeah. um and then i got ran over literally ran over by a, a drunk driver going like 50 with my body uh yeah. and very well should have died uh yeah. but was out of work for like i think three months yeah yeah like in the course of about a four four to five months time frame like our dad had his accident. Caleb had his. Um, Caleb's dog had to be rehomed because of something stupid temporarily. Like she bit somebody. She didn't actually bite the lady. But um, then we had to move. Then the girlfriend got, out of our apartment. got. Yeah, oh, we got fuck. kicked out of our apartment because of because the dog, of the dog situation. Um, so we moved. Um the girlfriend went to the hospital. His car got broken into. Meanwhile, phone broke. phone broke. I'm taking him to all of his appointments. Like I'm 
literally the pillar for everybody right now. Yeah. My parents, Caleb, like, oh my God. and I'm like losing my mind. And this is over the um, course of what, like a, a two or yeah, three like three months. Yeah. yeah three I would months. say yeah. three to four and, months. And, and these weren't like, like this was like a hand surgeon. This was like a brain doctor. Yeah. Like, yeah. These were like yeah. very serious point. And like, yeah. I remember the morning my phone broke. I think I, I was so overwhelmed. I think I, I sat in the doctor's office and I just sobbed. Yeah. And like, oh, she just hugged me because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah I was like, was my life is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, like Caleb was in such a bad way that earlier, like for him to even go to the bathroom, I had to stand like this in the bathroom to hold him because he couldn't, he had such yeah. a bad concussion that like he, yeah. he couldn't stand up straight. But so like for a few months, like it was a struggle for me to work out. It was a struggle for me to eat. I was just trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. Um, we somewhat got back on track. I was still, um, I was still working out. I was still eating. My diet changed, um, a little bit. Cause at that point I was just trying to just to, to cook and like, just make my family like whole again. Mm -hmm. Um, Caleb moved out. Uh, we got our own places. Um, you know, I just kind of went through the motions for a year or so. And then Caleb moved to Kansas. Once Caleb moved to Kansas, I lost all accountability. So um, all that, all that shit happened down in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. That was 2014. Um, and then no, and in, I moved to Kansas in 26, pretty, uh, July of 2016. Why did yeah, you move here? Uh, I met, well, I'd already known Tatiana. So for those who don't know, like I met, I was 22 and Tatiana was 17 when we met and I thought she was smoking hot and I just hit on her as a joke for two years. Cause her, I was her mom's boss. Uh, long story short, like we started dating in November of 2015. Um, and her step now stepdad is from Olathe. Oh, okay. So that was, so we, we visited yeah. on her spring break and like being from the Midwest originally, I fell in love with it. Oh, cool. She loved it. We hated Florida. I have a very checkered past in Florida. Uh, I used to be kind of a skank um, just because I had a rough pass and yeah. girls would like to come up to Tatiana's job and tell them about it. Oh my God. Tell her about it. Like as she was bartending. Yeah. So it was like, we couldn't really escape my past, her past. She had like some crazy exes things there. So like yeah. we felt like it could just be like a nice fresh start for us. And it really was nice. nice. So you guys came up here. Yep. Um, so after Caleb moved away, I, um, I may have gone to the gym once, twice a week. Um, if I didn't follow a diet, nobody knew because I was living by myself. Um, yeah. so I kind of went back to my old ways of just eating whatever. Now it's not to say that it didn't necessarily work because, um, uh, at one point before I was told my blood pressure was high, I was walking like three miles, like twice a week and I was still eating shit food, but I was measuring everything. Like I would bake some chicken tenders and yeah. cut them up and eat a serving size on a salad. And yeah. I would still go to Chick-fil-A for lunch, but I would order a kid's meal or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You were trying uh, to it. So I was kind of back to doing that. But so at that point I was just maintaining. Um, and so I worked in, um, in a call center for Sprint and a, on, we were our, like our interest was on the back half of the call center and on the front half of the call center, a gym went in 
And um, one day we were having like this um, chamber of commerce event or whatever. And the manager from the gym came over and I was like, dang, he really hot. All right. And I'm doing, I'm not even going to lie. What sold me on signing up at that gym was the fact that this man took me by the hand and took me into the gym to give me a tour. Cause I was talking about like, I needed to find a new gym and whatnot. And I was like, all right, done. But then, um, he sold me on personal training and I was like, okay, well like that might help. So I signed up for a personal trainer for one 30 minute session a week. Um, and he, um, my trainer's name was Hayden. Um, I still keep in contact with Hayden today. He's not even training anymore. He works in real estate now. He lives in Texas. Like, um, and, um, I would train with Hayden on Tuesday mornings at 8 AM, but every other day that I would be in the gym, I, whether I was on the Stairmaster, whether I was working out, it didn't matter what I was doing. Hayden would see me and Hayden be like, Hey, I got you. I see you. You know, he would acknowledge me from across the gym. He would yeah. wave to me. He'd give me a high five as he passed me. Yeah. He just acknowledged that he saw that I was there. Yeah. And that's all it took was for that he saw that I was there. Yeah. And so him and I would, we would do a hit workout every day. Uh, or every week. And then like I text Caleb and I was like, Hey, like, can you help me? So Caleb started taking control of my diet. Mm -hmm. Um, he started taking control of my workouts and I was in there six days a week. Um, and even like the staff members at the gym. And and I think this is kind of like, kind of why I am the way I am at body shop. Now the staff members get into like, the found that's kind of like yeah. one of our foundations. That's why we try to say hi to everybody. Every yep. day. Yeah. The staff yeah. members at the gym would be like, Hey Holly, good morning. Like I was, I've been waiting on you to come in this morning. Honestly, oh my that's so, it's so rare. Like the, I mean, yeah. it, it might not be like super rare, but in all my experiences for the most part, it's not like I developed a relationship with those staff members. Awesome. Like because when, that, yeah. when the one man, when the original manager left that sold me on the gym and a new manager got promoted, she was like, Holly, like you have to be like the most consistent member we have here. Mm -hmm. I see you every single day. Yeah. Um, even on like, you know, my days off, I would go in and I would go in a little later and I could have the gym to myself. And I started doing mm -hmm. yoga classes there. And I started doing like butts and guts classes like yeah. once or twice a week. And, but just the simple fact that my trainer acknowledged my presence in the gym and that the staff would acknowledge me and talk to me and they knew my name even before I scanned my key tag to check in yeah. made the biggest difference in the world. Yeah. And so at that point in time, this was when Caleb started killing me on the Stairmaster. Um, I, my diet was still very strict. I still hated my food. Um, I would still gag when I would eat it, but I would do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It wasn't, all, it wasn't all chicken, rice, and broccoli at this point. I learned a little more. So things had changed. Good deal. Things had changed. Yes. Um, I still didn't like eating the food. But um, this was also before all the fancy low calorie sauces and oh, yeah. mustard or hot sauce, or you fucking ate it dry. Yeah. Yep. That was it. Yep. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if anybody's ever worked in a call center, but when you work in a call center, there is always food. There's food everywhere all the time, nonstop people ordering food, they're selling food, whatever. And it had gotten to a point where everybody knew don't ask Holly because she's going to say no. Cause she's on a diet. 
And I'm like, listen, like I, uh, yeah, I guess I am on a diet, but like also as you pass me in the hallway, you're like, dang, Holly, you be looking good today. Mm-hmm. So maybe you guys should join me. Like maybe yeah. you should be asking me what I'm eating instead of you ordering Chinese every day. Yes. Yes. Um, so at one point, yeah, Caleb had me on the Stairmaster for like 70 minutes a day. Um, I was getting to the gym earlier and earlier and a boss of mine, um, I, I, him and I, we also still keep in contact. I absolutely adore him. He, um, can I, can like I say he, one thing about this? Okay. This guy, Marcus is a multi-millionaire. Like yeah. he, he wanted to take a helicopter to work. Like he had an Amex black card and all of this, but he had, uh, he had, he, he has some business stuff. Like he was one of the original like inventors of like the Segway or something. <laughs> or what was it, Holly? Was it Segway? Yeah. So, but he had, he has some, uh, a couple of like health things. So mm-hmm. he kept a full-time job just for health insurance. Oh my so, God. He did, so he didn't have to pay health insurance. Yep. Yeah. But he, it also like he, he gave him something to do. He enjoyed yeah, yeah. like he enjoys like developing people and stuff like that. But um, he looked at me when like when I was complaining about like how much my cardio went up. He was like, "Just telling you can't do it." And I said, "No." And he was like, "What do you mean no?" And I said, "Well, because I have to." Well, but Holly, how are you going to make time? I have to make time. Like I just have Wake to do up it earlier. I love like, that, that, I, that. That that's where your mindset went, and that was probably part. Partly, partly because you live with Caleb, you know, for, for yeah. so many, so many of the, the first years of this, but so many people, like even just small adjustments that really are not yeah. that hard. Like I don't assign anything yeah. super hard to a lot of my clients and it's still like, oh, this is hard. Like, Well, yeah. I think, I think she saw like, cause we lived together while I prepped for a show, I think. So mm-hmm. I think she saw me working 60 hours a week, doing two hours of cardio a day yeah. and training and yeah. like meal prepping. So it's like, yeah, you can do that. And, you and see someone do that time, like, I can do this. Yeah. At that point in time, I had gotten to like 80 pounds down and I just, I was on the road to a hundred and that's yeah. just where I wanted to be. And I'm like, all right, well, if this yeah. is what I have to do, like this is, yeah. then this is what I'll do. And I was getting to a point to where I enjoyed seeing the sweat drip on the treadmill or on the stairmaster. I know what you mean. I enjoyed seeing how soaking wet my clothes were mm-hmm. and how disgusting my hair was afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it. It was that's a awesome. challenge for me to see how many flights of stairs I could hit on the stairmaster every day. Cause yeah. I was like, I'm gonna hit 300 flights. I'm gonna hit yeah. 300 flights. Yeah. And one day I did. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was doing like level six for three minutes, level 12 for two minutes. Yeah. That's why the other day when Emily Rice was yeah. like 25 minutes on level four. And I was like, dude, she is nothing. That's she is killing me. Nothing. Like I just added cardio to her plan and she is like, Dude, her face is like as red as my cup. Like she <laughs> is fucking dying. And I see it. I came out of the bathroom yesterday and she was like in front of the bathroom, like waiting for me. And I came out, she was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I like almost beat my pants. I was dying. Uh, so that was my life for, uh, you know, a solid year or so. I just did what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, I did. I was. I was still binge eating on the weekends that never went away. Um, and, um, you know, I had decided that I wanted to, I wanted to move here. I, when I first came to visit, I was like, you know, Kansas is nice and all, but like, I don't see myself 
living here and mm -hmm. Maximus was born June of 2017. This I came definitely underrated. I came to visit in July of 2017 and they put that baby in my arms and I said, shit, I'm moving to Kansas. Um, and I had set a date for March of 2019, um, ended up moving here in October of 2018 after a hurricane, uh, moved here with my parents. And in the process of 2018, I was like, you know, people had started asking me for like help with working out and asking me about food and I started tossing around the idea of getting my PT certification and Caleb was like, Hey, like, you know, do it. If nothing else, like do it for your own knowledge. And I was talking to Hayden, my trainer, and he was like, yeah, like do it. Um, so I did it and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'll like do a boot camp in the park on the weekends or something like that. I got my certification right before the hurricane. Um, and then moved here and I was like, well, I have the certification now. I don't know what the hell to do with it. All right. So I, was like, well, let's just give it a go. I don't even know if I'm going to be any good at this. Um, and in January of 2019, I started working part-time for a small training company here in OP. That's all they did was personal training. Um, and I made $13.50 per 45-minute session. Bro, um, great. They were charging people yeah. like 100 bucks a session. Oh, wow. And I made $13.50. Um, and if I did a small group class, um, which could have no more than four people in it, I made 1350 for the first two people. And then I made an extra $3 per person for persons three and four. And I barely had persons three and four in any of my classes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the clientele there was older. My small group classes, they were in their fifties. My one-on-one -on -one sessions were mostly people in their late sixties, early seventies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had like one person that she was like a little younger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, in May of 2019, um, Caleb came to me and he was like, Hey, I'm thinking about bringing somebody on, um, with blank slate. Like, would you want to come? And I was like, me really? Like you want to hire me? And he was like, well, you know, like, we say that blank slate's a family business. So like, yeah, like why not? Mm -hmm. And I really loved personal training. I just knew that where I was at, I could never do it full time if yeah. I wanted to leave Sprint. Yeah. That was, um, you know, that was a, I don't want to get in and we're talking about you, but that was, that was a very big decision for me because that was, mm -hmm. I gotten so busy that it was either I keep doing this on my own or I bring someone on to help make more yeah. money. Uh, I was like trying to turn blank slate into something bigger than just myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring someone on, but like, I was kind of scared. Like I didn't know who I could trust. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest thing. Definitely. Um, and then, you know, I knew I could trust Holly, but also like, man, I, I almost did it just because we were family. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause that's, yeah. that's a hard, it's a hard thing. Um, but at the end of the day, I also knew Holly could bring on clients that would literally never hire me because yeah. they were terrified of me. And, and to this day, mm -hmm. like, this when we day, started yeah. working together, like not so much anymore, but like, dude, we worked in like a thousand square foot room. Like it was not big. And Holly would have clients that would avoid me for like a month because they were terrified of me. Yeah. And well, I'm a nice guy. I don't know why. <laughs> and, but anyway, so yeah. So I hired her, brought her on and then we're back. Um, so I, I started working with Caleb in June of 2019 um, so I would train clients from like 6 a.m. to like 10, 11 a.m. And then I would go home and I would 
shower and take a quick nap. And then I would work for Sprint from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. And I would do this five to six days a week. Were you working from home at that point? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, And I hated my work from home job with Sprint. Mm -hmm. It was, I liked the job, um, but I hated the work from home part. Yeah, you miss the um, you miss the people. Yeah, I yeah, like I don't like people. I'm not a people well, person, but man, I require some people in my life. She yeah. also lived in a and her yep. and my parents moved here at the same time, so she lived in the basement. So it was mm-hmm. it's just fucking depressing. Oh, like yeah. sometimes yeah, and, me so, and Tatiana would come over for dinner, and we would bring like Monopoly downstairs, and she would play Monopoly in between calls because it was like sometimes she wouldn't have a fucking call for like four hours. She was literally just but I couldn't leave my desk. I had yeah. a desktop computer, and I had to be there in case a customer called me. Yeah, because what, what I did was like I handled like executive level escalation calls, so like customers would call me directly. Yeah, so I had to be there. So sometimes I would just be sitting down for hours watching tv uh, yeah, yeah, yeah um so caleb and i got to talking um and i quit sprint august 28th of 2019 and started training full-time right before the world fell apart um and in this meantime i had um i had read a book um about macro counting and carb cycling and um i cannot remember the name of the book right now it was, I gave it to you. It was a John uh, Gorman book. Yeah, it was. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Like, you've always done my diet. You've always done my workouts. Like, I'm going to try this. I want to see yeah. if I can do it myself. Yeah. yeah. Can I bring up one thing? Yeah. So when Holly decided to quit her job, I talked to her to quit her job <laughs> going on full time. I was giving her consults. And I, I would be like, for the longest time, I would just have people come in and then give them to Holly. And then, but I started being like, oh yeah, you're going to be with Holly. And so the people get weirded out when it was like a guy's profile. And I'd be like, you're going to be with a girl. Mm-hmm. Dude, as soon as she quit, she had 10, 10 straight in a row, no shows. Oh, cool. And this like didn't happen. Like this I didn't happen. Start, like, we we like at that point, bro, we were getting in and closing 95%. Yeah. yeah. You maybe had one out of 10 not show up. Yeah. Uh, and 10 straight, bro. It was like, oh my God. A, a big point, I, would, I would stand at like the window of the gym and I'm like, I feel like the kid whose dad went out for milk and just never came back. Like, I'm just standing here, like, where are they? I'm like oh, on the tough. verge of tears, yeah. freaking out. Cause like, but all, but all my consoles are showing up, just hers were. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. still silent. Like, dude, I was cranking like 65 sessions a week. Yeah. And she was like, uh, can I get one? For the pool, <laughs> Um, so I started doing my, my own planning and like weight was just literally falling off of me. And so I had hit, I already hit my hundred pound mark. So I was like, well, let's see what we can do. Like at this point, it's just fun. Yeah. Um, I started, uh, you know, we were over, um, where we were at the owner, um, used to be a professional boxer. So like I started doing hit workout, boxing workouts with him on Friday mornings, um, and I was just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at my, I was crazy. He's a great guy, but he fought like underground in Thailand and like Muay Thai. Yeah. Oh my like, God. Like yeah. the shit you see like in the movie kickboxer, like yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. So at my heaviest that was recorded. And so this was when my blood pressure was high, um, before I did anything mm-hmm. now, mind you, I had probably already lost like 10 pounds. Like I said, like just changing small habits, yeah. um, and walking like three miles twice a week. I wasn't trying. 
Um, at my heaviest recorded, I was 285. Um, going into the shutdown and during the shutdown in early 2020, I had gotten down to 156 pounds. Wow. That's crazy. I was so skinny. Um, my mom was like, um, are you about done? Because you're starting to look a little sick. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. At this point, I'm just going to see what I can do. Um, to, I, I was wearing the smallest clothes I had ever worn. Mm. So like once I hit a hundred pounds, my goal was to just be able to buy clothes in any store I wanted Yeah. because my entire life I had been restricted to plus size stores. Yeah. I was wearing a size eight pant and a size small shirt or dress at my heaviest. I should have been wearing a 22, 24. Um, but I was still squeezing myself into an 1820 because I refused to go into a 22, 24. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I was incredibly skinny and I still hated the way my body looked. I didn't like it. I liked the way my back looked. It looked great. Like I loved being able to see the muscles in my back. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't like the way my stomach looked. It wasn't flat. It, and I realized that like my stomach will never be flat that one day I will have to get like some sort of tummy tuck or something like that. If I want it to be flat, if I are, if I am to get skinny like that again. Um, and, uh, so during the stay at home order, I was doing like at home workouts, um, I was kind of eating, I was still eating really healthy, but I wasn't so focused on like counting macros and carb cycling and things like that. I just, you know, cause I didn't know when I was going to work again. I didn't know if I was going to be able to afford the groceries that I wanted to buy. So I just enjoyed my food, but ate in moderation. Yeah. Um, going back to work in 2020, um, you know, Caleb announced to us in July that he, um, him and Tatiana had found a location and that they were opening a gym. Um, and coming into opening the gym, I really started struggling with, with my self image really bad. Um, you know, we opened the gym and Caleb, you know, had hired, uh, Jordan Ward and like one or two other. And, it's, and I was like, Caleb, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, what? And I was like, man, like, I don't look like all you motherfuckers in here. Like the hell. <laughs> and, um, and I've always said that, like, my biggest fear would be that somebody is going to be like, now why they got this fat chick working here? Like, um, you know, don't always, go to body shop. Like they got a fat girl working there. Yeah. I always no. felt like Holly was an important piece to have though, because Definitely. I, I, <laughs> to much people's surprise, I never sat, set out to make body shop a meathead like paradise. It was just, I literally made it into what I thought I would like. And it just created that. And it brought that. So I, I thought having Holly there was great because no one else in that gym at the time knew what it was like to be obese and yeah. lose a hundred pounds and, and yeah. have that story. And yeah, and still she, and still to this day, she brings in clients that like, we just typically wouldn't get, like I wouldn't get you. Wouldn't, I mean, yeah. You, oh, you work with a little different clientele. So you probably would, but, but still you know though. Yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. it, it's different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It still is different. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and that's what Caleb's like. Yeah. But Holly, like, what do you have that the rest of us don't? And I was like, a vagina like story. i don't know <laughs> and he's yeah, like you have a story. story and i was yeah. like people don't know that when they walk in here 
Um, you know, and at the time, honestly, like, cause I, I have put on some weight in the last year and, and, you know, I'll probably get into that in a minute, but, um, at the time, like I was still, you know, I was 190 some pounds and like, um, you know, I was still in I'm good shape. Like, you know, the weight I had put on, like I put on a lot of muscle, like I had gained a lot of strength, but still like I was comparing myself to everybody else and yeah. how I thought I should look working in a gym. Yeah. Because if you had told me five years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing now, I would laugh at you. Cause I'm like, no, like yeah. that's never going to happen. Like I don't look like I should be working in a gym, let alone managing one. Um, and, uh, about things are getting really interesting for me as far as, um, you know, working in the fitness industry, it is extremely male dominated and the females that are in the industry, dude, they, I don't look like them. I just don't, I'm not a competitor. I will never be a competitor. Um, if I were to ever try and compete, I would absolutely without a shadow of a doubt end up bulimic. Um, and, and I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I am thicker. I will always be thicker and that's okay. Um, and I'm still, I'm still struggling to get back to where, to where I would like to be. Um, in the last year, you know, I've honestly, I've put on about 30 pounds in the last year, but a lot of that is contributed to the fact that I was taking hormones because I was trying to have a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, at, at this point, um, you know, I, I I'm not going to say my worst fear has come to fruition, but you know, there was an issue recently where some comments were made and whether they were made about me or someone else in the gym, um, you know, it, it happened and it, it hurt my feelings. But at the same time, I was like, you know what, it's done. Like, it's cool. It's done. Um, you know, we have been blessed to have the people that we have within the gym. And eventually, like sometimes, you know, I do share my story in the gym. Most people in the gym don't know my story. They just, mm -hmm. they just know me and they know that I'm working. Um, but it is, it, it's hard to be heavier and see a number on a scale and not compare yourself to everybody else because our gym is not filled with a lot of people that struggle with weight. Mm -hmm. um, there are people, but there are people, but, but if you compare it to like a big box gym or a planet fitness, right. it, it's, it's a and different ratio. At a box gym, you say it's like 90, 10 struggling, 10, not struggling. Right. And at our gym, mm -hmm. it's like, 90 not struggling 10 struggling yeah um and but in the first with that being year, said it's like it's an awesome atmosphere because the 90 yeah. who aren't struggling are like very accepting but it's like our gym is so yeah. inclusive and it's like it doesn't matter if you weigh 400 pounds or 100 pounds like yeah that everyone's helpful like yeah. And, yeah. and if and if you're a and the people who haven't been have like weeded themselves out or gotten kicked yeah. out yeah. you know what i mean yeah and we're just now starting like within the last year getting people that actually like that do struggle or that, you know, have like, you know, giant weight loss goals. Um, mm -hmm. because in the first year, you know, we didn't, everybody that came in was jacked. Everybody that came in was fit. You know, we maybe had like 10 girls total in the first year. I can name all of them as members. Um, and they were all like incredibly fit. And I'm just like, I'm the fat girl over here just trying to, uh, okay, like, what do I do? 
Um, you know, and Caleb and Tatiana promoted me, um, to manager in, um, August of 2021. And I was like, Oh my God, now like the pressure is really on for me to look a certain type of way. And mind you, this is all me putting this pressure on me. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, Caleb and Tatiana have never looked at me and been like, mm, you're a little heavy. We need you to tone it down a little bit, or maybe you should be doing this, or maybe you should be doing that. Um, this is this is all me. Um and even now I find myself um, you know, I've lost n- five or six pounds since the end of January, um, back tracking my food, counting my macros, measuring things, enjoying my workouts again, because for a long time, I really wasn't enjoying my workouts. I was just going through the movements. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I like will say that just, just going through the motions though, it's still way better than just not going, not doing anything. At all. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And honestly, but like you tread I was water, only, which was key. I was only going through the motions because of the environment that I was in. True. Yeah. If if I was working somewhere else, I probably wouldn't have been going to the gym at all. Yeah. I was going through the motions because of the environment that I was in. While I'm here, yeah. I don't have a reason to not work mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And everyone around you is working. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and even like still Caleb being Caleb, like, you know, it might be his um, day, you know, it might be a Thursday where he's not in the gym and he's coming in. He's like, you working out today? Uh, I guess like, yeah, I'll go change my clothes. Like, mm-hmm. Um, because I, I probably wouldn't have, yeah. um, you know, but like last week I was looking at my reflection in the mirror and I was like, okay, my booty looks a little bit different in these jeans today. Like, um, and I'm still, I've, you know, I've lost somewhere between, you know, uh, 130 pounds and now I'm at 80 pounds. So I just tell people like an average of a hundred pounds, like Mm -hmm. I've done it, Mm -hmm. um, I still struggle with things. It's still a daily battle. I'm still not happy with the the number that I see on the scale. But for the first time, I'm actually starting to gain a little bit of confidence about the way I look. Good. For the first time in first <laughs> um, And, you know, Monday I was in there and, uh, you know, there was a group of girls in there, Emma Taylor, Abby Grows, um, Emma, uh, Emily Rice, um, they were all in there working out and, you know, Abby was like, Holly, your ass. Like, and I was like, thanks. I actually just did a side by side and it's actually changed so much in the last like month and a half. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I'm still learning that it's not, it's not about the scale. It's not about, it's, it's not about necessarily the way you look, but it's how you Mm -hmm. feel. And it's still a struggle for me, which I try to portray to my clients. Like I'm very real with my clients and I will tell them like, I struggle with food. I struggle with following a meal plan. I struggle with keep getting my macros in. The other day I went to Caleb and I was like, Caleb, I know the answer to this question, but I need you to just reiterate it for me. So I don't talk myself out of it. I don't have to necessarily track macros for veggies Mm -hmm. because of the fiber and the other nutrients that are in them, but I still have to track my fruit because of the sugars. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, see, I, I, I know that, but I was about yeah. to talk myself out of it because I just want to eat the fruit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's hard. You know, so excuses for anything to be able to eat it. <laughs> um, go ahead, Marcus. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, number one, it's awesome that, that you obviously feel way better 
in your skin and gorgeous and all that good stuff. But on top of that, they're like, uh, do you ever, I mean, I'm sure you do reflect on how you felt 10 years ago, like in every way, shape and form, you know, emotions, overall just health as well versus where you are now. Like, do you take a moment to be like, good fucking job? Like on, on yeah. Um, sometimes like, especially when I'm having a rough day, I'm like, you know, you're, you're not where you were. Yeah. Like you've done this, you can do it again. Um, and I don't struggle with breathing or putting on my shoes. Um, like I did then. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I'm thinking like, if I think about back when I was heavier, Mm -hmm. I honestly, I didn't necessarily feel bad. Yeah. Um, I was probably tired, but yeah. I'm always tired. Like even yeah. now I'm always tired. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't remember ever like feeling bad or just feeling like crap or, or anything of that nature. Honestly, because I do tend to train a little heavier sometimes, I probably have more like aches and pains now just because. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of, you know, like my knees are hurt or my elbow yeah, hurts true. or whatever. But you're not sweaty okay. walking up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Right. I'm not winded walking up a flight of stairs. I'm not breaking a sweat doing it. Like mm-hmm. I carrying all of my groceries upstairs into the apartment in one trip isn't as big of a deal anymore as what it used to be. Um, you know, and I don't find myself looking at something quite as often being like, Oh, well, I can't do that because I'm too fat. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not afraid to get on an airplane because I'm not afraid of whether or not oh, the yeah. seatbelt's going to fit me. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. not afraid to sit on a particular piece of furniture when I go out to eat or when I go to someone's house. Um, and you don't like it, it doesn't really like cross your mind. Like it obviously crosses your mind, but you're not like, Oh, well, how could I fix this? You're just like, Oh, well the restaurant should have different tables or why do these booths have to be so small? Like, um, but it's never a thought of like, well, I can fix this by changing me and making Mm -hmm. it better. They need to change it for me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They need to accommodate me when in reality, like it's me doing myself a disservice. Yeah. Um, And honestly, like when I look at like things now, you know, like yesterday, Maximus got to the gym and him and I ran the whole way back to the office. There's no way in hell I would have done that 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. At 27, I would not have done that weighing almost 300 pounds, but at 37, I'm a run with that boy. Yeah. We're going to run and we're going to play. And like, I'm able to do things with him Yeah. or, you know, with my, with my God kids that mm-hmm. I would have never even considered 10 years ago sure. because of how heavy I was. Yeah. Um, um, Mark, sorry, Marcus, how much time do you got left? I know. Oh shit. Uh, like 10 ish. Okay. You guys, well, you guys yeah, yeah. Let's segue into our last part. If that's okay with you, Holly. Yeah, that's fine. So here's the real question. So what is it like working with family? Uh, I know sometimes, for those of you who don't know, sometimes like, we're just going to clear this on the air. Sometimes like people don't understand like Body Shop is a family run business, but like Holly is 
she's just the manager. I know she gets mistaken for the owner a lot, and I know I'm sounding petty right now, and I'm sorry. Uh, but it is like my Holly wife has and I. absolutely no stake in Body Shop. Yes, it is my, <laughs> just my wife and I. Holly has no stake. If Body Shop goes belly up tomorrow, Holly just finds a job. She's good to go. She doesn't lose her entire life. Uh, but Body Shop is my baby. Yes. Like that is my home. Yes. That is still my gym. Um, I, and I, I only I say that Marcus, because still to this day, I'm sorry. A lot of people like think she is like the owner. We're like, no, yeah. like she's just or they the think that like I, I paid so much money for this. I'm like, yes. no, no, I don't, I don't. Um, which like, and I understand it. It's a common misconception because everybody knows that I have been there since day one. Yeah. Um, yeah. and especially eventually huge, when huge people find out that we're related because we don't necessarily like announce it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say that like working with family is, it's an interesting dynamic, um, because it's, for me, it's a double-edged sword of not wanting to disappoint my boss and not wanting to disappoint my brother. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, and, and, best friend. and my best friend. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. you know, my, my bosses are my best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, except, you know, and I tell my best friend Tatiana, I told her the other day that her husband sucks ass and I hate my boss because he's going to make me work every day this summer and I'm losing my pool days this summer because <laughs> he's rude, but whatever. She's but um, there's always that fine line of like, okay, um, this is my brother that I need to talk to. And sometimes like I'll walk into the office. I'm like, hey, like I need to talk to as my brother right now because yeah. this is what I'm stressed out about. And this is what I've got going on. Yeah. Where at the same time, like if something's happening, like, you know, Caleb will be like, hey, like I need to talk to you as your boss at the moment. Yeah. And everybody always thinks that if there's a problem with me that they can't go to Caleb, that there's nobody that they can talk to. And please believe that Caleb has no problems putting my ass in check. If I have done something wrong, um, he's do done it. Wrong. <laughs> he's, he's well, done no, it. It's, <laughs> I've had, you know, and it's hard because yeah. it's like, those are really hard conversations, but it's yeah. like, you know, there's been times where Holly's come in my office and she's got an attitude with you. I'm like, don't fucking talk to me like that. This is my office. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then, or, I mean, a couple months back, something happened and I was like, Hey, come here. I, like close the door. And she's like, Oh God. And I, you know, we had to have that conversation. I told her, you know, and, and I told her to her face and I told Brandon to his face, like with her there, like you've been here the longest, you know, as body shop grows, I want you to move up within the company. You're not getting this because you're my family. And I was yeah. like, if I had to fire you, I would fire you. Yeah. Would it suck? Oh my God, I would feel awful. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, no offense to you, but like, mm -hmm. this is my life and this is my business. And this comes first over my family because yeah. I have to protect Holly is my family, but like, I have to protect Tatiana and Max. Yeah. And, and our new baby. First and foremost. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I, we've had those conversations and like, unfortunately, like, she's left the office crying. And it's like, yeah. I don't, you, by no means course, do I try yeah. to like hurt her feelings. And yeah. those are very hard conversations for me to have too. But, but they're also like, business conversations. As well. I, I'm right. not afraid yeah. to shy away from that if it needs yeah. to be today. Yeah. Well, I think what, what makes you guys successful in, in that venture together though, is that you've always had number one, obviously a good relationship, but more importantly, good communication. And so when you're entering yeah. these uncomfortable conversations, whether it be as a sister and brother or employee employer, um, you're communicating right off the bat, what right. you need this conversation to go like. Yes. And then you're having that conversation. Whereas if you didn't do that, 
there would be all these blurred lines, lines crossed. That, yeah. yeah exactly. We try to set the standard of the conversation before yeah. the conversation is yeah. taken. Yeah. And if I'm ever like, like, Hey, I need you to close the door then and sit down. It's, like like she, yeah. it's yeah. automatically, she knows like, this yeah. is a very serious conversation. Yeah. Even for yeah. herself, like I called her ass out for being late. Not so long ago, the manager meeting, like, and I, and, you know, I'll call yeah. everyone out. Yeah. Stop this shit. Which you yeah. know what? I'm not late anymore because I've started, I've stopped using my phone. I put that bitch on do not disturb when I'm getting yeah. ready for work in the morning. Hell yeah. Um, and you know, like I was in management at Sprint um for mm. a very long time and it was awful. Um and my leadership team talked at me. Um, they didn't talk to me, they talked at me. Mm -hmm. Um, they would give me a directive of like one week of, okay, well don't put anybody on corrective action. Then the next week, why aren't these people on corrective action? Well, heifer, because you just told me not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if there is one thing that we've been able to develop, it's a clear set of expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's clear and concise communication. There's never a question about what I expect or what he expects from me. There's never a question of like look, what we expect of Brandon mm-hmm. um, or what Brandon expects of us or anything like that. Um, and I think I can attribute that to the relationship that we already had at, before Body Shop came along. Um, you know, we've always been very open and honest in our communication as siblings. Um, and so I think having that ease and being able to show people that like we can communicate openly. I can flat out look at him and be like, uh, I don't really like that idea. And here's why I don't like that idea. Mm-hmm. These are the issues that I see with it. Or I don't like that. You're talking to me that way. Yeah. Um, and we can both take a step back and be like, okay, you're right. Maybe yeah. this is, maybe we should look at it another, another Avenue. Yeah. Um, maybe we should do things differently. Well, and, you know, with that being said, like, these are some of those hard conversations because, you know, Holly coming from a, a call center background where she was talked at, um, you know, uh, she's much better now. But sometimes at the beginning when she was first manager, it would be more of talking at instead of mm-hmm. talking to. And I would have to call her in and be like, hey, like, basically stop doing that shit, you know, but it's like, this is how I want you to go about it. So, I mean, I'm not saying my management style is great, but I, I feel like you know, my ownership of where I worked before wasn't great, but I feel like my management team, especially my best friend at the time was really good. And I learned a lot from him and I I've been in management for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like talking to and showing. So anytime I get on a Holly or I need her to fix something, it's never like, you're going to fix this shit. It's yeah. like, Hey, you're going to fix this shit. And this is how I want you to fix it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to give her a solution to what I'm getting on her ass about. Cause it's yeah. like, if I'm just coming in and, I, and she's in trouble, it's like, how does she know? Yeah. Like, okay, I need to fix it. But like, if I'm not telling her how I want her to go about it, how does she know? And I think it's like yelling right. at a kid, but not teaching. Like, I think right. that's what comes yeah. along with owning the business and creating that culture is that like, you know, even when she's handled uh, um, situations with uh, members or things that are like, great, I'm like, okay, you did that part really well. Yeah. This part, I, I need you to improve upon because I, I want you to go about yeah. it this way. Like those are hard conversations, but it's like if Body Shop is going to continue to grow and cultivate the culture it is, it's like yeah. it starts it starts for me and it, yeah. it goes down to Holly and then Brandon and, and so on. Well, you guys are doing an, an amazing job with it because again, like I've been to a shit ton of gyms over the years and there's never been one that has that the kind of culture and community and lacks the drama 
you know, other places that have had like a lot of people that are like friends and, and culture and shit also has a shit ton of drama with it. You guys don't have any of that. And I think that comes comes down to the the tone that you we did. They just weeded themselves out. Yeah, <laughs> not. Of and, course. But hey. like that can ruin a gym. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah. like the gym that I was at uh, in the Northland, it ruined the gym. Yeah. And, and like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, and, and it is confusing sometimes because like not only are like Holly, Tatiana and I all best friends, but it's like, so we do hang out a lot outside of work together, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's why we have to cut these conversations and yeah. set expectations. But at the same time, like sometimes we realize that like we need a break and like, yeah. you know, yeah. we may yeah. hang out a lot, but like sometimes like we're like, yo, like, we're just going to be alone this weekend. Yeah, We went to, like, when we came back from Disney, like, then, like, we all went back to work. But that first weekend, we were all like, okay, have a good weekend. (laughs) Yeah, or there were were times where, like, you know, uh, fuck, what was it? Oh, this past year, you know, Holly went to every show. So we went, we were in Omaha together. We were in uh, Overland Park together. We were in Des Moines together. And then we went to home to visit family together. And it was like, dude, it was like four, four out of like five or six weekends in a row. Yeah. Like, I like, I remember Tatiana was like upset and I like had to, I had to like talk to Holly like about Tatiana and like, cause sometimes they fight too. And I'm like the middleman, but it's like, sometimes you just, we're just like, Hey, before something is said, like, I think we just need to, we need a minute. Up. We need a minute. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. we're going to take a break. Yeah. Well, Holly, thanks no. for being so so damn vulnerable and, and open with your your journey with it. Uh, I know you're, yeah. you're a pretty open person anyway, but obviously it's it's probably tough sometimes to kind of share some of these these struggles and stuff that you've been through. But I think it's it's super inspirational to a lot of people. And again, I think that you're a vital vital piece of, of body shop and and, well, and thank you. so special. No, yeah, and we're we're proud to have Holly. Not, I mean, okay. I don't, and I'm not even proud to have her because she's my family. I really could care less about that. We're proud yeah. to have her because you're great without even trying body shop is very inclusive and i'm proud to have uh, a female manager who may not look ideal to everyone else um you know she has a great story she has a good background uh she's come a long way you know what i mean and i I feel like i feel like that's that's just part of building it you know what i mean i I think it's cool to see yeah personally you're crushing it holly what 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 are your what are your goals this year what what are your personal goals outside of body shop um i Right now, I'm working on um, trying to get some debt paid down and get a savings bill. I've told myself um, that this year is the last year that I renew my lease. Mm -hmm. And next fall, I will be buying a um, duplex. Oh, yeah. You Um, have a stock in it? uh, Yep. I'm going to live in half of it and rent the other half out. Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm working on that and just working on, you know, being comfortable in my skin again, ideally, you know, I'd like to lose, I'd like to get back under 200 because I'm over 200 right now, but But she's like almost there. Not, not quite almost. I got like another 10, 12 pounds ago. Well, I was going to say, I I, I know you'd started that, like you, like you mentioned, you've already done like six or seven pounds or so. So yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Just getting my confidence back and being comfortable in me. Um, yeah. That's that's my biggest goal. Yeah, that that pays dividends in every area of life when you do that. Exactly. exactly. What's your other biggest goal is being another good aunt to my child. Uh, yeah, and we've also determined that um, when Caleb comes back from paternity leave in September, I'm going to take three weeks of entity paid leave, love um, that. so I can get some baby bonding time. I love that. Um, so no. me, me and little speech, we can uh, we can bond. <laughs> 
Max Max named the baby Speech. Speech? Yeah. Speech. So now so now we annoy Tatiana because we'll call the baby Speech. That's so awesome. Anyone listening to this? Be like, how's speech doing today? Next time you see Tatiana, she'll love it. Um, oh, yeah, oh, and I have a baby shower to start planning here soon with uh, the other two sisters. So, yeah, yes, yes, lots yes. going on this summer. Well, good shit, Holly. Quick. Holly, good luck with 2023 and all those those areas. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you you being on. Okay, we got Thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm about to pee my pants, so I got to go. All right. Holly, have, have a great day. Marcus, yeah. fuck you. Have a good week, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Bye, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.